Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed trade in the grain markets here on Thursday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures down 2.5 cents at 6.08. March soybeans up 4.5 at 13.95 and 3 quarters. March Chicago wheat down 5.5 cents at 7.91. March Kansas City wheat down 3.5 cents at 7.96 and a half. March spring wheat up 1.25 at 9.41. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Leave me a rating or a review on that Apple podcast app in particular. If you're watching on YouTube, guys, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. That will really help YouTube to spread these videos out. Help me to grow this channel. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website. Click on Grain Marketing Plan in the upper right-hand corner. I've got a subscription service for $49.99 a month. You should check it out. It includes my morning email, which goes out every business day right before I start these live streams about 6.20 or so. Uh, There's a text message service. My subscriber-only videos are very popular. Uh, This is a monthly deal, guys. It includes all of my grain marketing recommendations as well. So if you want to know exactly what I'm doing when it comes to cash sales, capture and carry, option strategies, all of that stuff, that's included. I did a video yesterday for my subscribers regarding soybean acreage. Uh, you know, acreage is a huge unknown uh, going into 2022 here in the United States, uh, largely because of the fertilizer situation. And there are a lot of varying opinions regarding the acreage mix. How many acres of corn will we plant? How many acres of soybeans? I went through kind of the extreme scenarios in regard to soybeans and tried to kind of lay out what sort of price implications uh, each scenario would have. And I did the same thing with corn in a video earlier this week. So if you're interested in that sort of stuff and in kind of a more deep dive into these markets and grain marketing in particular, give that subscription deal a shot. Uh, Commodity markets rallied sharply yesterday. The Bloomberg Commodity Index tracks a basket of U.S. commodity markets. Uh, It gained 1.3% yesterday. That's a big gain. We saw a lot of markets featuring sharp rallies. They included corn, soybeans, wheat, cattle, hogs, crude oil, heating oil, gold, silver, among others. Uh, This index is approaching its high from October 2021, um, but it's still really cheap, grand scheme of things. Now, there's nothing tangible about me saying this, but it feels like there's some new money coming into the commodity markets, especially uh, on a day like yesterday. And you think about, you know, assets in general, uh, a lot of things are really expensive. You look at markets that are at or near all-time highs. The stock market is very close to all-time highs. Real estate, farmland, essentially at all-time highs. Uh, the bond market has peeled back a little bit, but still certainly uh, within an earshot of all-time highs. So you've got a, an asset class here, if you want to call commodities an asset. You've got an asset class here that's still really cheap compared to a lot of things. Uh, does that mean that it has to go up? No. But if if you're a money manager, if you're looking for a place to put money and, and it's you're looking for something that's not at all-time highs, that hasn't seen uh, a substantial upside in recent years, uh, commodities may be a good place for it. And again, guys, there's there's nothing tangible I can tell you, like X amount of dollars enter the market. But um, it, it felt yesterday to me personally, and other people might have differing opinions, like there was some outside money uh, coming into these commodity markets. To get to some more uh, grain-specific type stuff, Brazil's or USDA's office in Brazil rather uh, cut their soybean production estimate. They're down to 136 million metric tons. The official USDA estimate is 139. Uh, this was a quote from the report. This season, uh, sowing began optimistically with soybeans planted on time compared to last year. However, extreme weather with drought in some regions and excessive rain in others has dampened prospects for a record crop. Uh, We have seen some other groups continue to lower production estimates as well into the mid 
mid to low 130s. Um, you know, we were talking mid mid 140s just six weeks ago. Last year's record crop in Brazil, soybean crop, totaled 138 million metric tons, according to USDA. So this year's crop may now be short of last year's record, uh, despite the fact that acreage is up. And uh, USDA's office in Brazil, they did reduce their acreage number also as part of this, but they're still um, estimating a 3.5% increase in soybean acreage versus last year. So despite the fact that they're talking uh, essentially soybean acreage increased three and a half percent they're still talking a crop that's that's going to be below last year's uh, record essentially President Biden had a news conference yesterday. This was his first like full news conference in, I think, 10 months. And he said, essentially, in so many words, that he expects Russia to invade Ukraine. Uh, this was his quote. My guess is he will move in. He has to do something. Uh, he wasn't, wasn't super specific on, on what he expects here. Uh, he said Russia will be accountable uh, if it invades, and it depends on what it does. It's one thing if it's a minor incursion and we end up having to fight about what what to do and what not to do, etc. But if they actually want to do what they're capable of doing, it is going to be a disaster for Russia if they further invade Ukraine. Uh, so this situation is ongoing, and it's a friendly item for the wheat market and for the corn market to uh, maybe a lesser degree because the Black Sea, Russia, and Ukraine in particular are such big export hubs for wheat and for corn. Uh, the two countries combined, Russia and Ukraine, are projected to account for 29% of all global wheat exports this year. Ukraine is projected to account for 16% of all global corn exports this year. And Ukraine has actually provided us here in the United States with some competition on the export market. So this is, is a situation that remains kind of fluid here. Uh, we don't know exactly what's going to happen. And I don't, from the interview yesterday, it didn't sound like uh, Biden knew exactly what was going to happen either. So uh, this is an ongoing deal and it's still a supportive factor uh, for these markets, in my opinion. There was some trade chatter yesterday suggesting Chinese interest in U.S. corn and U.S. soybeans. Um, this is rumor mill type stuff, and the rumor mill has had a poor track record as of late. Uh, some of the things I saw suggested purchases of anywhere from a million metric tons up to two million metric tons of each crop. Uh, if you're going to see any of that confirmed, uh, you may see it uh, uh confirmed via flash sale from USDA, uh, perhaps today or tomorrow. Uh, I don't know if I'd bet on it, but there was some uh, discussion about this yesterday. And I think that this kind of discussion and those sort of rumors, they kind of come about when the market rallies and people are looking for a reason, and maybe they're just searching for a reason here. But we'll, we'll see if anything's reported here. Uh, energy prices have rallied sharply this week. To, go to get a little bit more specific about this rally in energies, spot month WTI crude futures traded as high as 87.91 this week. That's the highest trade for any spot month WTI crude contract since October of 2014. Spot month heating oil futures peaked near 272 per gallon this week. That's the highest trade since September of 2014. Heating oil futures are a good gauge of farm diesel prices if you guys are ever looking to uh, to track that on the board. Arbob unleaded very strong, uh, still shy of the October 2021 high there. Uh, AAA pegged the national average gas price at 332 per gallon yesterday, uh, up from 330 last week, well above 230 39 per gallon last year. You've got a pretty tight supply outlook for crude. And then yesterday or earlier this week, there was a fire on a pipeline from Iraq to Turkey that helped the market to rally. Uh, Biden told reporters yesterday that the administration would work on trying to increase oil supplies, adding that it would be a difficult task. Um, you know, they did the strategic petroleum reserve release. It didn't really have much of a uh, 
uh, an impact on the market. And now we're up into fresh uh, seven-year highs again. Cattle market finished higher yesterday. Uh, the feeder cattle market probably could have been better, but the corn was up sharply and that didn't help. But uh, you were up mostly at about a dollar or more um, in fat cattle, marginal gains in feeder cattle. Hog market had a nice day. In the outside markets this morning, the U.S. dollar is marginally higher. Stocks are higher. The uh, s and is up about 18 points. The Dow's up 126. Bonds are down a little bit. Precious metals down a little bit. Crude oil is down 36 cents in the March WTI contract, 85.45 uh, last trade there. Have a great day today, guys. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.